the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Dan Prof Show. I want to go back to a topic we discussed uh, in uh, part at the top of the hour with Dr. Joseph Ladapo from UCLA's David Geffen School of Medicine, and that's with respect to school reopening. And here again, and yet another example, anecdotal as it may be, but representative of the teachers' union's position nationally, I think it is, Pleasanton, California, uh, Zoom classes on Friday with a pending vote of some sort by parents and students, which is interesting, at least that's so reported by the ABC affiliate out there in Pleasanton, California. Students as well as parents have to agree? How about just parents agreeing that in-person learning is what they want to do? Uh, But anyway, the uh, question as to in-person learning and teachers, their end-of-week Zoom classes, essentially sort of surreptitiously lobbying students against supporting a return to the classroom. Take a listen. Seemed an odd tangent in the middle of a Friday Zoom class for students at one Pleasanton high school. And just one day after the local school board voted to return to at least some in-person classes. If you want to go to school for social reasons, recognize that you absolutely will not have that. There is no question that you are not allowed to interact in any fashion. You cannot work with a partner. You cannot speak with anyone in your class if they are any closer than six feet away. I cannot give you help in the classroom. So, right, so they lose the school board vote, so they go to their uh, court of appeal, and that's trying to frighten the kids to go home and tell their parents, I don't feel safe, I don't want to go to school, to get the parents to put pressure on the school board to reverse their decision. Isn't that neat? Now, again, this is not all teachers, and there were parents that were interviewed by that ABC affiliate that spoke to that, that said, you know, I've talked to other teachers, and they're excited to get kids back in the classroom. They don't take the position of the teacher you heard saying, I'm not here to help. You can't work with a partner. You can't socialize. You know, there's going to be no interaction. So without saying it, she's basically saying, so you might as well just stay home because that's what she wants. Not all, that's not the position of all teachers, and I recognize that. We don't talk in absolutes here. Everything is this way. It's all this and never that. That's kid stuff. But it is indicative of what we were talking about with Ladapo, just how painstaking it is every step of the way to get back to something that resembles sanity. And uh, those who present all the evidence, you don't get an airing based on the evidence. You know what you get? You get dismissed, particularly if you're a dad, and particularly if you're a white male dad in most of these public school districts. That's what happened to our friend Tim Carney of Earth, the Washington Examiner. It's remarkable. He's invited to write an op-ed for the New York Times, something that doesn't happen for many conservatives. Tim's a thoughtful guy. He's also a guy with six kids. So as he uh, writes... um, Schooling is sort of top of mind for me. It's part of my everyday thinking because I have six kids that my wife and I are trying to make sure get educated. And uh, his piece in the New York Times is positively room temperature and 
evidence laden. He just goes through study after study like we've gone through on this show. You feel like you're just sawing sawdust. You're just forever issuing missives from the Department of Redundancy Department, but you have to pound away, I, I suppose, to penetrate the consciousness of some. And it's remarkable, too, because all of these men and women of science and data who don't keep up on the science and data, they just keep up on the talking point they're supposed to repeat. So, for example, in addition to citing the Duke University study and in addition to uh, citing the Lancet st uh, meta-study uh, about social distancing, in addition to noting that experts at Harvard's T.H. Chan School of Public Health uh, concluded three feet should be the default distance for schools, what do you get? The, the repetition, even when you're essentially goading teachers back into the classroom via their union, the repetition of the six feet apart, here are going to be all the protocols to get people in the classroom, the uh, contemplation of giving into extortionary tactics like all teachers should be vaccinated, should have an, a, a, the ability to get vaccinated before having to return to the classroom and so on and so forth, even though that's not part of the CDC guidelines, just on and on and on endlessly. And so he goes through this and he's provides some consideration. He concludes his piece. Teachers are understandably scared. After all, school kids are not known for avoiding germs and following every rule. But fear is different from science. The science tells us that schools can be open safely and that kids need in-person school. Mr. Biden said he would let the science speak and it's time for him to listen. Well, the teachers, well, Biden and other teachers union beholden politicians are instructed to cover their ears. And so that's what they do. And by the way, on the spend side, oh, more money for this and for that. Good Wall Street Journal editorial. Um, the um, uh, House... Excuse me, the money that's been spent on school so far, 13 billion allocated in last spring's CARES Act, 54 billion in the December bipartisan spending splurge. According to the CBO, Congressional Budget Office, schools have spent a tiny fraction of the previous 67 billion, and of course, the Biden proposal wants to put another 130 billion in. CBO estimates that 6.4 billion of the new aid. Uh, will be spent for K through 12 schools in the 2020 2021 fiscal year. That's six billion of the 129 billion that has been proposed, and then so on and so forth years out. This is just a way to funnel more money into teachers union controlled government schools. Of course it is. That's what they do. But just getting back to the Tim Carney piece, so he he goes through that and the science and the response he gets from. One uh, pro student closure teacher, just this, this this sort of back of the hand. Uh, Ann Luntz Fernandez is her name. Another dad weighs in, <laughs> and that prompted uh, Carney to write a piece for the Washington Examiner. Following up, fathers don't count, and uh, it, it calls to mind that uh, gentleman from Loudoun County, Virginia who took the school board to task a few weeks ago, uh, whose uh, commentary, spirited as it was, uh, went viral, and uh, prompts the question again. Tim Carney's piece does as well. Where are the dads in all this? Uh, and I'm not saying all the dads. Where are the dads in all of this? Some dads are involved, not as many as should be. Um, there needs to be uh, an intercession here by dads, not just leaving this to moms. And there needs to be a 
significant challenge to the dismissive attitude of the left and the teachers' unions. And there again, I repeat myself. This is Dan Pratt. Listen to the podcast of the show at danproffshow.com.